Hello and welcome to Abe's Front Porch Talk. I hope you guys are doing great tonight. Tonight is Monday. This is going to be Revelations 13. This will be about the beast. So I hope you guys will stay tuned. But before I get any further, don't forget to subscribe or follow. I know certain podcast platforms has the word follow and others has the word subscribe. It is free. It just lets the podcast algorithm know that you are interested in my podcast, in my episodes. And it's the same on YouTube when you hit the subscribe button. It is free. It just lets also lets YouTube know you're interested in my videos. So they will promote my podcast episodes or my video on YouTube a lot more when I... When, each time someone likes and subscribes. So, guys, share with your family and friends. I will appreciate all the follows and subscribe subscribers that I can get. We need to learn what's going on in the world today is God speaking to us through these natural disasters. We need to wake up. We need to know the word of God is true. The prophecies in the Bible are fulfilling. And God is doing away with a lot of the evil and wickedness of the earth. He will not tolerate it any longer. Those of you who do have a love and desire to serve God, but you've been told you were unworthy, you couldn't do your calling as preacher, a teacher, a singer, Whatever it is God called you to do, you was told you cannot do it because you're not dressed well enough. You, maybe you can't speak good enough. Whatever you've been told is a lie from Satan. Moses had to have Aaron to help him do the speaking to Pharaoh. Read the book of Exodus. Moses had a speech impairment. So Moses told God, our father, Please send me help for somebody to do the talking because of my speech. So he used Moses' brother, Aaron. So Aaron has stepped up and did a lot of the talking in Moses' place because of the speech. So don't let that stop you because God will send you helpers. God will send you a helper all the time. He did it for Moses. He will do it for you today. If people are saying you can't walk in your calling, that you weren't called to preach, or they're trying to stop you, now is the time to rise. Now is the time to shine. It is your time to shine and rise above your enemies. The Lord prepares the table before your enemies. Let me tell you something right now. I had just received a message a while ago, just a few minutes ago, actually, saying that, the Lord prepares the table before your enemies. You can eat amongst your enemies, but your enemies cannot eat. I don't care what, if your enemies have lied on you, accused you of things, tried to stop you in any form or fashion way. Now is the time to rise for God because God is bringing his wrath and his vengeance up on your enemies and all the lies and false accusations they brought up on you, God is bringing it to the light and he will expose them for who they are. Come on, folks. We need to encourage one another, those who endureth unto the end. 
we got to start encouraging and not discouraging people. These are the end times we are living in. We are about to go into tribulation, and I don't know how much longer it will be before we enter into tribulation. Some says we are already in tribulation, but I do not really know. I don't think we are. Let me put it that way. But if you want to believe we're already in tribulation, go ahead. I won't judge it. I won't condemn it. But I don't think we are. But when we do hit tribulation, you will know we are in tribulation because all the signs are adding up. All the signs are coming together to get into tribulation. And many will not survive tribulation. Many will not survive that. Come on, folks. Now, I'm going to take this short break here, and we're going to get started on Revelations 13. Remember, I used the King James Version. So, folks, bear with me, and let's get started. Thank you. now let's get ready for chapter 13 here i don't know about you but the book of revelation is my favorite book of the bible i love revelations i don't know why i just do and what we're seeing now in the world what's going on with all the natural disasters these wildfires, the floods, it's all in the Bible. It's all here. And it says before the signs of the end, we will see this stuff happen. Matthew 24 tells us we will see, we will see some of these things. We will hear wars and rumors of wars. And we will 
see earthquakes in various places. And it's all coming. But it says not to fret. For the end is still not yet. And that was the point that I was making back in 2020. I believe it was when I did the podcast called Are We Living in the End? Because Jesus tells us in Matthew 24, you will see all these things, but do not fret. For the end is not yet, but it's the beginning of sorrow. When you hear of all of this, don't let it scare you. Just know we're in the sorrow times, as Matthew 24 says. But it does tell you to stay on the lookout for Christ coming because he comes like a thief in the night. You never know when he's going to return. And stay away from those who prophesy and say the Lord spoke to him that he's going to return on this certain day. That's not true. He even tells you in scripture, nobody knows the hour of his coming. Jesus tells you that he does not know, nor does the angels know. Only the Father who sent him knows. Only the Father who created you. God himself that created the world, that created Adam and Eve, that did the floods in Noah's days, destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah, that put King David in his place, that put Moses in into his place to help Moses to part the Red Sea. Only God himself, our Father, knows when he is going to send Jesus to come and get us. And that's when Jesus and the angels come. So always remember that. Stay away from those who said the rapture will be on this date. Just, Just don't go there, okay? Now, I'm going to read to you from chapter 13, verse 1, all the way to verse 10. So, come on and let's start reading. And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns, Ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great author, or I mean, sorry, let me rephrase that. Let me read that verse over again. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. That's what I was trying to say. Sorry. And the great authority. Pay attention to what scripture is saying here. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wondered after the beast. That scripture right there, two and three, 
speaks out when the beast comes and does these things and and the authority that it's going to have the authority how it's going to heal and it's what this beast is going to do when it's time the miracles it's going to perform and how it's going to give authority to the other beasts when they rise. And people are going to wonder after this beast. They're going to be appreciated of this beast. They're going to follow in the beast's footsteps because look how easily people are manipulated today. Look how easily people follow in the footsteps of others. Look how easily people will follow after someone or anything on social media in today's time. So just think if they will follow after somebody or someone over the smallest things, just think when this beast comes and does all kinds of miracles that's evil and people are going to wonder and go towards this person, this beast. It's going to be a deceivement. It's going to lie and deceive people. So let's keep going. And they worshiped the dragon which gave power under the beast. And they worshiped the beast saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. Now the NIV says the forty-two months is three and a half years. Because I pulled up how long is forty-two months. Because in my Bible I have the King James side and the NIV side. So Three and a half years will this be going on with the beast. That's enough time to deceive and lie people and get get people on his side. Just think about what's going on today, especially with the politics. Look how easily people are persuaded what side to take just by the lies that goes on. And people, we have turned the lies into truth and the truth into lies. Think about that. And that's what it's going to be like when this beast comes. So we will we will be here and we'll see this but it's up to you to say no, I will not follow after this beast. I will not be deceived in its lies. I don't care what all it does saying it's making miracles which is blaspheming God, which is blaspheming God because only God can do the miracles. God uses his people to bring miracles. God works through his children. This beast is trying to deceive you, make you think you're okay. It's okay to worship him, and it's not. You can't serve God and mammon. And he opened his mouth in blaspheming, against God, the blaspheme, his name, and his tabernacle, 
and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that hath, he that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patient and the faith of the saints. So, verse 7 tells you, And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and power was given to overcome all kindreds and tongues and nations. So that means this beast is going to trick everybody all over the world. And he'll probably just be in a certain nation, but we'll be able to watch it through our TVs, our computers, our cell phones, every time it performs miracles, every time it does something awesome, speaks smooth talking words. You will know you will have so many notifications go off from your social media on your phone, your laptop. It will probably be breaking news coming in. You probably will be watching your favorite TV show and breaking news will come on that this beast is using some smooth talking words to deceive you. It will, it will be showing all the great, wonderful things it's doing because why? It's blaspheming God. It wants you to serve it. It wants to take you to the pits of hell. It will do whatever it can to get your eyes off the Lord Jesus Christ, to get your name out of that Lamb's Book of Life. A lot of people that says they're saved and once saved, always saved, that's a lie because if your name is in the Book of Life and you go after this beast and you take its mark, you're hell bound automatically. Don't ever take that mark, but I will get into that in the next week's podcast about the mark. But it's blaspheming to make you deceived, to get you deceived. It is blaspheming the name of God, and it will keep blaspheming. And those who follow after will blaspheme against God. It blasphemes and makes a mockery of Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit, and we can't be doing that. It doesn't want you to worshiping and bowing down and worship them. Just like verse 8 there says, people were slain that only those who were not written in the Lamb's book of life did not worship this beast, but those who was not in the book of life worshiped. When the name when your name is in the Lamb's book of life, you should not want to bow down to this beast. You should have enough faith in God and Christ and filled with the Holy Ghost to say, no, 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 I will not kill me if you have to, but I will not worship you. Because it tells you there were many slain that their name was written in the Lamb's book of life. Verse 8 is saying that their name...
whose names are not written in the book of life. Hang on, let me reread that again. Sorry. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain for the foundation of the world, which means the Christian people, the Christian people had their names written in the Lamb's book of life, would not worship this beast, were killed. But those whose names weren't in the Lamb's book of life, that would not bow down and worship Christ, that would not serve Christ, but worship this beast, they bow down. They're the ones worshiping him. They're the ones worshiping the beast because they wanted to live and not die. They'd rather make a mockery out of everything. Even today, look around at the things that's going on in the world with the people, how they blaspheme God. Look on TV, look on the news, look over all the social media out, how people blaspheme God. They make mockeries of God. And just think how it's going to be when the beasts come. It will be worse than what it is now. We think what's going on right now is bad. Just wait till the beast is here. We will see more blasphemies. We will see more mockery, more people mocking God because this beast is going to persuade the people of the earth from all over, from nations to nation, kingdom to kingdom, country to country. Everybody who speaks different languages will know what the beast is saying because this beast is going to speak all languages. It won't just have one certain language, but it will speak multiple languages and it will even know what your thoughts are and it will deceive you many, many times. People may not believe that, but you wait and if you're still here when that beast is here you will know that beast will know it's it will know your thoughts try it don't try it let me let me rephrase that don't try it don't go nowhere near that beast whatsoever don't let it lie and persuade your children because that's the ones that will fall for it as your children. An 8-year-old child, a 12-year-old child, a 16-year-old, an 18-year-old is going to be like, this is cool. Look what all the stuff he can do. Look at it. I wish God would do this. I wish Jesus Christ would move and do stuff like this. We don't do things for Christ like we're supposed to. We profess to be Christians, but we don't walk in the power thereof like the prophets did in the Old Testament, like Jesus' disciples did when they walked with him and served him. And after Jesus died on the cross, the power that was there. Come on, folks. This is how your children will be deceived. This is how your children will Take that mark of that beast. This is how your eight-year-old child will die and go straight to hell. I keep trying to tell you children are in hell today, but they will be in hell when this beast comes. That beast will know how to attack your children, how to persuade them. He could even approach your children and persuade them. He knows who to send and who to use, whether it's your own family, the teachers in the schools. He will know how to do it. You got to be strong and tell Satan, I serve the Lord and my child is covered under the blood. Teach your child the truth about the beast because we're in that time. Or you're responsible for your child. Their, your child's blood will be up on your hands. Because once your child receives that mark, it's too late. It can't be taken back. It can't be nothing done with it. 
People don't want to hear this. It's the truth, but people don't want to hear it. They want to hear, oh, if my eight-year-old child takes the beast, they're innocent. They were persuaded. They don't know God will forgive. No, 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 that's a lie of Satan. Get right with God. Teach your children the truth. Get over this. Oh, that's too negative. You're talking too negative there, Abe. That's too negative. I'm not going to teach my children that. That's fine. But when your eight-year-old child is in hell because you were saying this was too negative, what I had to say and didn't want to listen, that's on you. Your child's blood's on your hands. That's the guilt you will have to deal with. When your child comes home and says, hey, I got the mark. Because you were too scared to tell your child the truth. You got preachers making mockery and blaspheming God all over TV and all over social media and people following after these low-life preachers. They're in it for the money. Many are false prophets. Many are false preachers just in it for the money. And they're fixing to have a rude awakening. And if you're that easily able to follow after these type of people and think they're real, and some might can prophesy. Even Satan knows the truth. That's how he gets you through prophecy. That's how this beast is going to do. He will probably prophesy to you and it will be true and come to pass. Satan knows everything. That's what makes it a lie. He can tell the truth, but the truth will be a lie because he knows to use the truth to you to make you believe, to serve him, to worship him, to get you to worship him. And that's his lie right there because he threw the truth out. And what he told you in a prophecy came truth and got you to believe in his works. You got to be strong and know if it's coming from God or coming from Satan. And he, like I just said, he knows who to send to you to deceive you. And that's what it's going to be like. He likes to blaspheme God because he had heaven once and God kicked him out because Lucifer wanted to take over. Now he's mad. And those demons are mad because they all once were in heaven. They know what it was like. And they wanted to take over. But Lucifer and those demons could not take over. So they got kicked out. And they're mad. They're jealous. They're greedy. They want it back. They don't want you to have what they once had. And they're sitting in the pits of hell laughing at you because they got you so deceived. God will not be mocked and God will not be tempted. It is written in the word. For many people who stand firm and not serve that beast, not bow down to the beast, will be killed, but you'll be in heaven and it'll be worth it. Because you won't be burning in the lake of fire and torment. Remember Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when they was thrown in the fiery furnace because they would not bow down to a false god that king, the king made. Do you remember that story or do you need me to go back and tell you that story later on or something? The king made a statue and wanted people to bow down and Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego would not bow down to it. Everybody else did, but they would not. So the king had them thrown in a fiery furnace to be killed. But when the king went to check on them, there was a fourth man in the 
furnace with them, and they were not burned. The fire did not touch them. And the king said, didn't we put three men in here? Because there seems to be a fourth man walking around in the midst of them in this fiery furnace. And it looks like the Son of God. Now let me tell you, Jesus was in there before he even came. And how did the king know what Jesus looked like and that it was the Son of God before Christ had even came? Think about that. Jesus was there with Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego because the king said it looks like the Son of Man's in there with them. All because they would not bow down to a false god. And that's what this beast wants you to do. He's a false god. And he's going to want you to bow down or kill you one. He will put you in that fiery furnace. Folks, we need to learn. The mockery. God is tired of being mocked. He's tired of people going to his house, standing up, preaching, and overlooking the lame and the poor that needs help, telling people to leave his house because of the clothes on their backs and all this other stuff. He will not be mocked. Who he sends to his house is who he sends, and you best welcome welcome them with open arms. If you can, how do you expect God to welcome you with open arms when you draw your last breath and you're standing before him? It's easy to turn people away now. Don't you know heaven is like entering into a far country that is written in scripture? You low-life preachers that wants to preach about everything else and turn people away. Don't you know the scripture about the sheep and goats, the story of the rich man and Lazarus? And what happened to the rich man when Lazarus was just a beggar? And look where be- uh, Lazarus went to, but look where the rich man ended up at. You keep turning people away. Heaven is like a far country. It's written in scripture. Read it for yourself. Maybe that should scare you. But if the scriptures about the sheep and goats and the story of the Lazarus and rich man don't, I don't know what will. You read where it says not everybody says, Lord, Lord, will enter into the kingdom of heaven. That ain't seem to be phasing you because you keep mocking and blaspheming in the house of God. I'm surprised God hasn't sent a lightning bolt to you right yet. But you keep on. He will. He also says many will prophesy in my name. Many will cast out demons in my name. But I will still tell you, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. If those scriptures don't touch you and get you on your toes with Jesus and get you where you need to be, I don't know what will. But you best stop this mockery. You best stop this blaspheming right now or God will prove his word. He will not be mocked. Many people say they walk in the fear of God, but your actions tell me you do not. You're deceiving your congregation. You're deceiving your family. You deceived your children. You got them so corrupted. Your children is corrupted. Your congregation is corrupted because you filled them with lies and you think it's the truth. You think you're walking into fear, but when you die and you stand before the Lord Jesus Christ, you will know fear and you're going to know your mistakes. You're going to know every lie and deceitment that you taught them. You're going to know God did not care about the money coming in, but it was about the souls that God cared about that needed help. 
Do you not realize Jesus was also not talking about feeding people, clothing them, and giving them water drink physically. It was also spiritually. You can't even do that spiritually because when he sends somebody to his house, you run them out for the clothes they're wearing or labels you have put up on them. God knows who they are. God knows where they come from. But he was sending them there hoping that somebody would show them love and forgiveness and compassion but found no one. But he was trying to show it to them. And they think Christ hates them because you, as the child of God, refuse to show it. You should be ashamed of yourself for acting that way. Many of you think you're ready to face Christ, but you're not. All this blaspheming, all this mockery going on. Satan has a wool over many people's eyes. And people don't even know. They think they're in good standings with the Lord, but their heart is far from him. And the Lord's wrath and vengeance is upon us all around the world. And all we have to do is look around and see what's going on now. It is better to die. It is better to be killed when it's time for this beast when it's time for tribulations it's time it's best to be killed because the in Matthew 24 it tells you you will be brought up before the government and killed for his name's sake i'd rather die for jesus name's sake than to serve satan than to serve those demons from hell than to serve any beast that comes from the pits of hell because it's not worth it at the end Because I don't want to be burning in the lake of fire for the rest of my eternity. For the rest of as long as it takes as I'm dead years and millions of years to come. I'd rather be at peace. I'd rather be in heaven walking around on the streets of gold and be happy full of joy and laughter. Nobody said it would be easy. But at the end, everything will be easy. This is all I have for you tonight. Stay tuned for part two. Next week will be about taking the mark. And that will be part two of chapter 13 and what will go on during the time of having to receive the mark of the beast. Stay away from that. Let me tell you, don't take the mark of the beast. I said that several times already. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Share with your family and friends.